The best part of being mayor is that I have the opportunity to be everyone's neighbor. This is Wright Vernon with Lost in the Midlands podcast, and I am fired up to be here today with the mayor of West Columbia, Tim Miles. Tim, thanks for being on the show. Hey, it's great to be here today and get a chance to talk to everybody, right? Appreciate the invitation. Oh, heck yeah. And I'm, I'm fired up to hear about, you know, what you got going on currently, et cetera. But I do want to jump a little bit into your past, hear about your beginnings, and you know, then we can catch up to speed. So where are you from? I grew up outside of Lake City, South Carolina, a very rural area, um, a lot of agriculture. Yeah. Um, my mother's family were, were farmers and grew cool. up working on the farm in the summers with them. Um, left there when I graduated from high school, Lake City High School. Shout out to the Panthers. <laughs> uh, class of 96. Right uh, on. Went to the Citadel down in Charleston. Awesome. And uh, when I graduated from the Citadel, I went to work for Southeastern Freight Lines and worked for them in Charleston and then Savannah and ultimately West Palm Beach, Florida. Wow. Um, decided I wanted to go to law school, went to law school, met my wife, moved back to South Carolina, and uh, went to work at the Court of Appeals as a law clerk. She started her work uh, with a firm downtown, worked at the Court of Appeals for a great judge, Paul Short. He's no longer with us. I was with him for about two years. Yeah. And then I moved over to the Senate and worked uh, as staff counsel in the Office of Senate Research for a little over two years. Yeah. And uh, that time we had started having children. So uh, I left there and went out into private practice and worked downtown with a law firm, mid-sized firm, yeah. for 10 years. Um, ended up as a partner there. During that time, I was elected to city council and started my service out um, for West Columbia during the time that I was practicing downtown. Ultimately, in 2019, uh, I was elected mayor and... Um, just kind of saw that the time constraints and um, realizing some synergies would be better suited if I was out on my own instead of practicing downtown. So I opened up my own law firm um, January 1st of 2020. Awesome. And I've been out practicing civil litigation on my own and serving as mayor since then. Wow, you have a variety of um you know, living experience. You also have a lot of professional experience. That is pretty exciting. And you've seen so much of the state. You started in Lake City, went to Charleston, moved around, and then, you know, ended up here. So you've seen a lot of the pieces of the state itself, yeah. too. Yeah. And from your early days, did you feel that desire to serve? I mean, because it seems like you were kind of going back and forth between the public, the private stuff. I've always liked helping people. Yeah. And I've always liked trying to find answers for problems. Um, and you know, my my day to day job is is being an attorney, yeah. and um, my my additional service is being a mayor. And I really think that if you're doing either one of those jobs for the right reasons, it's the same thing. Um, you're working on behalf of others to try to find solutions to help them. Yeah. And um, yeah, I enjoy doing both of those. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, in the community, what do you think that is? Maybe I better put. Where is West Columbia winning? Like, where are we doing <laughs> awesome? And I, I can tell we're doing awesome just because of the businesses that are popping up. But yeah, so West Columbia um, is a fantastic place to live. Yeah, it's a fantastic place to work if you have the opportunity to do it. Um, 
we're so well positioned geographically um, that you know you can be anywhere in the Midlands in a very very short amount of time. Yeah. But you have an unbelievable quality of life to go along with it. Right. You don't feel the hustle and bustle that you feel in other parts. Um, we're blessed that we don't have as much of the traffic issues that other places have. That's true. It's more time. You know, the city of Casey has that wonderful slogan, time for life, and, and it really <laughs> encapsulates the best part of living here. Yeah. You don't have to waste you know, considerable chunks of your life sitting in traffic to get to where things are. They're all right around you. You know, where, where, where I live, I live over by the Lexington 2 School District office. Um, you may not be familiar with where that's located, but I'll give you a point of reference. I live between Zesto's and Krispy Kreme. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and <laughs> where, where I live, we can literally ride our golf cart to anything that we need. Yeah. Um, and it's an unbelievable quality of life to be able to do that. It gives you so much more time to spend and enjoy with your friends and your family and, and your activities instead of being stuck in traffic. So we do really well on providing essential services. We have great police, great sanitation, yeah. great fire. Um, we keep the cost of doing business very, very low. Yeah. Um, taxes are low. Our fees are low. And then one of the most important things that we do, we really have tried to centralize and consolidate services so when you have to deal with the city, you come in, you deal with as few people as possible. We don't bounce you from department to department to department, and bureaucracy after bureaucracy after bureaucracy. We streamline the process so you come in, your requests are handled as efficiently as possible yeah. because we really feel like time is money, time is you know, quality of life that you're compromising and you're giving up. So we try to minimize the impacts that dealing with the city have on people. Well, I know that roofers in the market appreciate that when they're going to pull permits. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I see the fruits of that labor that you guys have done. And, um, yeah, you really did hit the nail on the head. Those, or at least I, all that resonates with me. I live in Casey, and I, I feel a lot of that because there's also a close relationship between Casey, West Columbia. Can you speak on how that kind of that umbrella works? <laughs> yeah, so um, we are – I guess to even speak more broadly, you know, Casey, West Columbia, and Springdale, and, and we are three separate towns, but we are one community, right? Yeah. And um, I tell folks, they'll ask me all the time where the line is between one and the other, and I say, well, I could tell you, but you wouldn't understand. I had to show you on a map. Um, we are intermingled and intertwined, and there is nothing that's good for West Columbia that's not good for Casey and Springdale. And there's also nothing that's good for the city of Columbia that's not good for all of us as well. Yeah. Conversely, there's nothing that's bad for any one of us that's not bad for all of us. We are many towns. We are one community. That alignment is beautiful. So, yeah, that, that's really cool. Well, tell me what is one of the challenges that we're facing that you're working on right now? Yeah, so we have um, – <clears throat> We're a landlocked town largely, right? Yeah. We don't have areas for expansion. So we have to look for ways to do infill redevelopment um, to continue the progress and improvement of our city. We have to go look for existing lands in our area. We also don't have a way. We have a lot of donut holes, which are unincorporated areas that even though they're geographically within West Columbia, um, they are not – incorporated into the city 
Interesting. So a lot of the standards and services that folks would expect to have in those areas don't apply. So the thing that you don't think about on the on the front end with that is you may have an area that is run down and you have very, very questionable activities going on in a lot of the homes and um, your neighbors are all subject to code enforcement and to police investigations through the city. Yeah. But it doesn't apply in areas where it's not incorporated into the city. So in those interesting in those areas that aren't part of the city, if something goes on, they had to place a call for help with the police from the county. I gotcha. And yeah. and that's a much different experience than it is receiving you know, services from the police department in the city of West Columbia. So that's challenging. Um, we face incredible manpower issues, which every industry across the board has has faced over the last several years. We, we've worked out so many of the um, chain of supply issues, which we had for, for many years, um, which has helped us to put on additional equipment to offset some of our manpower struggles. But at the end of the day, you have to have people to provide essential services. Yeah. And um, it's not just cities, man. It's, it's everything. If you talk to folks who are in restaurants, they can't find people. If you talk to folks who are, you know, um, in building, they can't find folks. Um, you talk to people who run gas stations, they can't find people. Yeah. The medical fields, like it is across the board a struggle to find people. And, and, and that makes it a challenge because at the end of the day, um, we want everything to look nice and be nice in the city of West Columbia, but we want to make sure that essential services are provided in a cost-effective and efficient manner, yeah. and you have to have ample manpower to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like a real puzzle. I mean, it takes a lot of hard work to get some of these problems solved, I imagine. We know. have an incredible staff you know, that handles most of the day-to-day -day operations of the city. Yeah. We have a great city council. We work very, very well together on setting the policy for for the town, awesome. but but you're exactly right. It is a puzzle, and you had to make sure that you had the right people in there working with you to make sure that everything's put together properly. Absolutely, and, and you're speaking to uh, you know a staff and and people issues. I want to ask you a couple questions, kind of on the same page, a little switching gears about leadership because you you have your own practice. You are also you know a major leader in the public space. You know what is some of your you know, leadership principles. Like, how do you manage to be effective? And, and So in any organization, if it comes down to one person, that organization can never be better than that one person is, right? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. uh, um, there's multiple forms of government in the state of South Carolina. Yeah. And we are under a council form of government. Yeah. Um, and what that means is that all powers of the city reside within the city council. And we have chosen to hire a city administrator to handle the day-to-day -day affairs at our directions, right? And he has a wonderful, wonderful staff. My job and the job of all city council members in West Columbia is to make sure that we give them the empowerment to lead the city. Yeah. We give them the resources they need to provide essential services. We clearly defined our expectations to them. And then most importantly, we follow up to see that things are going properly and we hold people accountable when they're not. And that is 
the key to the secret sauce. So that 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 is the deal. You've got to empower folks to do their jobs. You've got yeah. to hire the right people, empower them to do their jobs, equip them to do it, yeah. allow them to do it, and then follow up and hold them accountable when things don't 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 work out. And if any of those steps aren't followed, it's going to be a poor outcome. Yeah. Yeah, the machine doesn't move. I guess <laughs> well, if you don't hold them accountable, <laughs> you know, you may not come out with the right outcome. See, that that is awesome. Well, I also want to ask about your business, and um, you know, like what type of cases are you working on? Yeah, um, so I do civil litigation. Okay, and um, that is any type of dispute that you have with someone else. I don't do criminal law. I don't do family law. Um, so I do a lot of personal injury work. Some okay. of that is for folks who have been hurt. Yeah. Some of it are for insurance companies where people are being sued. I, I have some insurance company clients. I do a lot of um, personal disputes. You may be a small roofing contractor and have someone who um, had you perform work and they didn't pay you and you need some lien work done. Mm. Or... You may be someone who hired a roofing contractor to come out and do work, and they took the deposit and didn't come back. They didn't do it. <laughs> you know, uh, so I, I handle those types of things. Okay. Um, I handle business disputes between folks who can't get along with their business partners. Um, anything that's about suing or being sued for money, that's, that's what we do day in and day out. Well, I appreciate you breaking it down for a blockhead roofer. You said civil <laughs> litigation. I'm like, so what exactly are you doing? That makes a lot of sense. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, that, that is a, a much-needed service in the, in the world. Um, so, you know, we appreciate that community service as well. Advice to somebody who's – I mean, you – I mean, I know in – your heart of hearts, you you knew you were going to do some kind of political stuff down the road. But what about somebody who's kind of on the fence and thinking about it? What can you tell them? So I kind of ended up in this thing. I didn't plan to run for office. I came out one morning, and my car had been stolen out of my driveway. And, oh, my gosh. And um, I was very happy to see it gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I was concerned about some of the property crime issues in our community. Okay. And that's what led me to run, right? Yeah. And I've enjoyed it so much. And I think I, my personal opinion is that we've had a pretty good run in West Columbia over the past 10 years. I was, I spent six years on city council and then you know, coming up on the end of my fourth year as mayor. So I think we've had a pretty good run. Man, folks who are interested in service, yeah. regardless of if it's running for office, serving, or any other way that you can serve your community, um, I would strongly, strongly encourage them to do it. it you get so much back from what you put in yeah. um, as far as the fulfillment and feeling like you're part of your community. Every day I hear from friends and neighbors across West Columbia. And some of those are folks who agree with me and some of those are folks who aren't. Yeah. And um, whether they agree with me or not, I get to hear their concerns and oftentimes work to find a way to address whatever those issues are. And it's incredibly fulfilling whenever you get a chance to take something that's not properly working yeah. and make it work a little bit better. That's awesome. Yeah, you're certainly a real neighbor in that yeah. aspect. <laughs> Everybody, even the neighbors that you don't get along with, we're finding solutions for them. Uh -huh. So somebody who is 
who has a concern, where how, where do they go to, you know, of the civil concern, like in the community? Yeah, so um, regardless of whether it's um, a city concern or a civil concern, um, you know, my, my web, my email address is on my law firm's webpage. Um, my city address is on the website at City Hall. My cell phone number's on both. My, my number, if anybody out there is listening and wants to get in touch with me, my number is 803-351-8754. It's the same number I've had forever. Um, I really take the approach that regardless of what you want to tell me, if I don't hear it from you, I don't know about it and can't do anything. So um, if people need me in any aspect, whether it's legal or um, city government, I try to be available. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, I need, I need to hear from folks so, so I know what's going on. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I am really excited that you're able to make it today. It's been fun watching West Columbia grow. <laughs> it really has. It's looking beautiful out there. Thank you. And any final message you'd like to leave for the viewers? Yeah, so we've had a great run over the past 10 years, and um, we have as many things in the works right now Um as folks have seen come online over the past five years, right? Uh, yep. You see the big projects we've we've delivered. And um, we've got a lot of stuff that's coming. Yep. As long as the economic winds stay where, where deals can get done and move forward, um, people see the development that we've had down in what we refer to as the River District. You know, Over the last five years, it's a very, very noticeable change in that area. And what they don't stop and think about sometimes is the fact that we started acquiring that property as a city over 20 years ago. Wow. And it took a long time to deliver that. Yeah. So in other parts of our town, you may not see the work currently, but it doesn't mean that there aren't things that are being worked on. And uh, there's so much that in the next year or two will be noticeably different in the city of West Columbia. It's an unbelievably exciting time to be involved in that process. There's so many good things that are so near, and uh, I really look forward to spreading that revitalization energy across the entire town of West Columbia. Just finished up a meeting this morning yep. over at the River Alliance. They meet over at the COG downtown and it was a great great meeting yeah. um we all got together to talk about projects I, I was there to present on the pedestrian bridge which we're going to put in crossing the saluda just upstream from the uh zoo bridge oh very cool and that will tie in to the greenway that's on the columbia side and it will provide direct river access to the Town, uh, to, to the neighborhoods of Saluda Gardens and yep. one end of Westover Acres, which will be great for those neighborhoods and for our community. That will tie into the Greenway. And when that is built out, it will connect all the way from the Timmerman Trail in Casey at 77 and will go all the way to the Lake Murray Dam. <laughs> and you think about the access that that's going to provide folks to the unbelievable crown jewel of the Midlands, which is the Saluda River and then ultimately the Congaree River when the Broad and Saluda merge. Um, it is unbelievable that so many different entities have been able to work together to make that possible. But it's going to be delivered. But wow. we have literally worked on making that bridge across the Saluda a realistic possibility and a real thing since the late 90s. 
Um, we have designed the bridge, I think, two or three times at different locations. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, folks don't see all the work that goes into delivering those projects, but it's so great when it comes together and they're done. And we are so close on so many things right now. Wow, that's freaking awesome. I'm fired up for that bridge. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that bridge. We appreciate your hard work. It's obvious that you are doing a lot, and um, I really appreciate you coming on today. Uh, yeah, it was great to be with y'all. Love to come back some other time. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback.